Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for one and or two of your ears now in season two. Please limit number of ears to two maximum. Today's episode is brought to you by Illegal Legal Advice. Illegal Legal Advice. When you need to know the law, but not officially. Illegal Legal Advice is all we traffic in here at Speaking of Tangents. We use them exclusively. So get some today. Hey, my name is KJ, and this week we welcome Ed Butt to the third chair. And I proceed to ask for his counsel on a a potentially explosive topic, which then kind of leads into all manner of heavenly tangents in a week in review. Then we'll take a quiz from Quizmaster Question Love Bob Walsh at Adadio on Twitter. It's about... Actually, I don't remember what it's about because we took it a day ago. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happen. The things that happen. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. What is going up this week? Well, good is going up this week. We we have right. our friend Ed Butt in the third chair with us today. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Ed. What's morning, up? Ed. Well, the only excitement here is we... Our grandson just had his third birthday, so he's gone from being a terrible two to a three-nager. <laughs> a three-nager. I like that. <laughs> yeah, the terrible twos last from like 13 months to like 48 months, and in uh, some cases longer. <laughs> in some cases into 13, 14, 15. There you go. <laughs> and then some kids are just horrible human beings. I mean, let's just face it. There's bad people. They, I mean, they got they came from somewhere, so... They, they're just bad their entire life. So it's like they start out bad, they end up bad. It's just, they're just a jerk the entire, their entire life. I mean, some might say I am one of those people, but you know, if you look at the feedback, uh, I definitely am. But, um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just what do you some, mean? Some, I'm joking. Well, just, remember, terrible... just remember lawyers had to come from somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, and everybody always tells lawyers. me I should have been a lawyer. Speaking of lawyers, that you know what that segues quite well into what I was going to say happened this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. are you going to get? Oh, wait a minute, are you going to solicit free legal advice from expert lawyer? So not only can't Ed we Bud pay Junior Ed, Esquire? can't not only can't <laughs> we pay Ed for coming on with us? Now I'm soliciting free legal advice. Putting him to work. Okay, yes. I have to give you a caveat. However, is because of my, let's see, I'll pronounce it correctly for Jason, insurance there you uh, go. requirements, uh, I am not allowed to practice law anymore, and uh, <laughs> I have given up my license. So even at cocktail parties, I can't give free legal advice. So wow, you're a okay. retired attorney. I am uh, recovering. Recovering. Okay. <laughs> well, this isn't so much advice this as, is- I think this is QE, because you're on with us this week, and I got this thing in the mail this week. Which okay. I'll tell you about now. Well, I mean, I got stuff in the mail too that. Yes, but did you get something, oh, something in the mail specific. that says you are, you know, um, you qualify for being 
uh, notice of proposed class action settlement involving Samsung washers. Except for the Samsung part. Yes, I did. Oh, see, QE for both of us. Yeah. I get those all the time. Yes. So, you know, you remember my Samsung washer that was recalled. Yes. And I... Did I, you actually do the recall thing? Or we did send do it the, back? Or? did do the recall, yes, but we didn't okay. get nearly uh-huh. this, the amount of money back that we paid for it. Ugh. So then this thing tells me, do, do you ever sign up for these things? Have you ever signed up for these little things that say you can um, opt out or you don't have to, you know, or you can opt in? The only reason to opt out of them is so that you can bring your own lawsuit, which you're never going to do. So Uh there's no harm for staying in it. Um, The only question is whether you're going to bother or take all the effort to dig out your records and, uh, you know, see how much money it's worth, what you're looking at. Now, you've already got your records on your Samsung, so it it probably would cost you nothing to file a claim. Probably, if I can find those records. We might have burned them. (laughs) <laughs> Your share of the of the the verdict might be like thirty cents, but yeah, yeah. you could at least. I mean, hey. yeah, that's usually the calculation I go through when I get one of these. You know, normally they that's exactly what it is. Is mm-hmm. the reason they have a class action is because it's too small for anybody to bring their own lawsuit, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. so so as a result, I do a quick calculation. Uh, I probably by the end of this summer, when there's a, a class action on healthcare claims in Michigan. I actually needed to go down to the basement and dig out all of my uh, healthcare to see how much time I spent in the hospital uh, to see whether it's worth the effort. But so far, I haven't gotten around to doing that. And probably won't, truth be known. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's you're saying me. it's probably, that's you're probably going to find out that it's not worth the ex- effort for you. Well, unfortunately, I did spend a fair amount of time uh, in some uh, hospital emergency rooms during the time and period. Mm. Uh, I just don't know how much of it uh, I had to pay for and how much of it the insurance companies paid for. Yeah. Sure. I will say this. If Aetna ever gets class action lawsuit, which is, I mean, I think that's inevitable at this point. um, (laughs) I thought that was what you got in the mail was Aetna. No, it was something else. I actually don't even remember what it was right off the top of my head. It was some class action thing that I'm like, did we buy? Did we? Were we a part of this? What? And so that that tells you I'm getting nothing out of that, even if I did mm-hmm. opt in. Yep. Well, well, if it, well, if it's Aetna, Jason, I know you're going after them, even oh, if yes. it's only for two cents. Just yes. to yes. make yes. them the principal. The principal. If that's it costs me money, I am going after them. Yes. That's no, I understand what, that. Yep. Yeah, because I, I, the insurance thing with me and Aetna at the, that emergency room visit was ridiculous so i'm definitely going after them just for just to say i we won that's i just want to be part of the winning team on that. <laughs> yeah. so what 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 do you have to do for the samsung thing in order to get it to be a part of it you just have to you have to send in information or uh let me told you hang on let me bring out the uh the new glasses here oh <laughs> going to the glasses already going to the glasses um it basically says that i can I have to, they gave me a PIN number and I can go and file to opt in or file yeah. to opt out. But I don't think I can, I don't think I can just, if I do nothing, I'm not, if you do nothing, your rights will be affected, but you will not receive any settlement benefits. So if you do nothing, then not only do you not get any benefits, then you cannot sue them is what it sounds like they're saying. That's what it separately. sounds like. Yeah. So it, you you're definitely worth either opting in or out one way or the other. 
If you do not want to be legally bound by the settlement, you must exclude yourself by submitting an opt-out yep. form. Yep, that makes sense. So, I don't know, I guess I'm going to have to opt-in or opt-in, because if I do nothing, well, I suppose I don't, I mean, I don't care. I'm not going to sue them on my own. Yeah, if it takes like, what, five minutes to go opt-out, if nothing else, you should do that. Because then at least, I mean, like you said, you're not going to sue them, but... Yeah, but don't, then don't opt out. If it takes five minutes to say that I bought your, you know, my Samsung washing machine for $879 or whatever it was, uh, that's, if, if that's all it takes, then you'll get your 30 cents worth out of the $879. Yeah. And I could go to this fairness hearing if I wanted to in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Well, that sounds like a road trip you want to take. <laughs> 10 a.m. August 22nd, U.S. District Court, Oklahoma. You got to pay me a lot more than 30 cents to go to Oklahoma City. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not doing that. Are you starting? You, you, you would have to drive through Nebraska to get there, so even worse. <laughs> Are you trying to start state What's wars up, again, Jolene? Jason? I'm, hey, I'm What's not Jolene? starting anything. I'm just pointing out what other people are saying. <laughs> nobody, nobody on this recent state war has attacked Nebraska. I love my I mean, biannual drives across Nebraska. It's great. I think people aren't attacking Nebraska because they feel sorry for Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska has several Starbucks, I'm told, which doesn't do anything for me. It actually makes me not want to go there. <laughs> yeah, that makes me even less likely <laughs> to go there. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, you're lucky though. You know, you, I know you said you have expert legal expert uh, Ed Butt on the on the podcast, so you're lucky that he's on this week, the QE or whatever. Uh, but you also have someone on the podcast. Who knows Korean? I do. A little bit, yeah. Well, no, least... not you. You don't, unless <laughs> that I know of. Well, I me. might. Okay. Well, tell me what. What do you? So I had what a Korean, Korean you know? roommate in college. Well, okay. I know what Samsung means in Korean. Does it mean piece of junk? It means cheap in Korean. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll literally. No, I'm kidding. It no. means three stars. Oh, three stars out so of five. Three That's out of ten. Right. Out of ten is what okay. I think. Out of ten, even All worse. Right. Yeah. 30%. I think the guy named it that because he wanted to something about it'll like wanted the products or the company to last as long as the stars in the heavens or some, you know, you know, some, some story that was, you know, <laughs> hyperbole that was added to whatever, you know, to make the forming of the company, some, you know, mystical, you know, it's a spiritual thing. And no, they're, they're selling you cheap crap. Well, at least, this washer was. I don't know. People seem to like the new Samsung phones, the ones that don't explode. Well, see, look, we got the, the washers that fall apart. We got the phones that explode. You got the TVs that spy on people. I mean, it's not a good track record so far. I've had a, t- I've had a Samsung TV for 10, 15 years now, and it's, it's been a good TV. But just who knows what they're putting in this stuff? I don't think I heard about the TVs that spy on you. Oh, yeah. Yes. That are collecting your information? Yes. Like a smart TV? Yes. It's listening. It's just like Alexa. They're always listening oh. to you and collect and recording you, your conversations, and then they're um, uploading it to whatever servers they're using on the, on the cloud. Jason, it doesn't yes. listen to you if you take a drill, drill into the uh, <laughs> microphone, and then cover it with epoxy the way some people I know have done. That is a, that is a good point. <laughs> So this is different than FaceTime conversations that are. Oh yeah, and that's a whole other. Th- that's a that's a mess too. That's an Apple thing. I just heard uh, about that not long ago. That is 
freaky. Yeah. Well, we are not allowed to have Alexa in our house because one time at my son's house, Alexa answered a question that wasn't asked of her. And uh. so and so the woman to, to whom I am related by marriage says, over my dead body, will Alexa ever be in my house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I we got one a few years ago and I unplugged it after about six months because it was cool and interesting for the kids, you know, to ask it dumb questions for, you know, an hour in a row. But um, it yeah, it's it's listening too much. And I, I'll say this. I get enough ads showing up like an email like the next day after phone conversations I've had already. So I know everything that I'm doing is being listened to. Every, well, it's not just me. I mean, I'm not important. Everybody everywhere is being listened to by all this technology. Why do you think this technology is so cheap all of a sudden? It's because they want to survey and collect information. I'm not talking about the government. I'm talking about these companies that make it are collecting your information in order to sell your information for ad and, and revenue and stuff like that. Well, the interesting thing is when I signed up for Skype so we could do this podcast, uh, <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I opened up Skype today, it said, People you might be interested in talking to, Brad Weiss, Claire Natola, Shad Ewart, uh, you know, on and on and on. Oh, and KJ. Well, you know that I, um, (laughs) you you might not be surprised that I'm getting all sorts of ads for reading glasses all over my internet. (laughs) Oh, yes. My cell phone, my laptop, all of it, everywhere. Yep. Um, Now, this scenario right here is... It's actually where I'm thankful that I don't have good Wi-Fi because I can't get Alexa. If Even if I wanted to, I couldn't get Alexa. <laughs> See, I'm thinking that's the way we're end up going is just, just disconnecting from the Internet completely. You know that like that's what they're doing in Russia. You, you see that story? I didn't see that, no. Russia is trying to do its own internal Internet. Like, I guess it would be an Internet at that point inside of Russia where they're not connected to the outside world through the Internet because of you know, cyber security stuff. Well, they're going to have their own issues, I think. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> if they're they already have their yes, own issues. Absolutely. Oh my goodness! No, I did not hear that story. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking, you know, that might be the way to go. Not to be like Russia, but to uh, just disconnect from everything because then those people are usually better off. You're just better off without social media. You're you're probably better off. You may miss out on some stuff, but a lot of that stuff you miss out on is not good for you anyway. You need to get away from it. I agree. I think all social media should just blow up. <laughs> and not in a, it's blowing up my phone. Kind no, of <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Okay. If that happens, I wouldn't know you two. <laughs> well, we know each other well, now, so okay. now we can just scrap the rest that's of it. That's right. That's, the, yeah. that's right. Um, so the, 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 the free non-legal advice that I got from Ed, because he doesn't practice law anymore, is mm-hmm. maybe I should opt in or opt out. Is that correct? Well, yeah, the non-legal legal advice. <laughs> I would definitely not opt out. There's no way in heaven that you're ever going to file your own lawsuit over how the $800 or whatever you spent on your Samsung. Yeah. Well, you know, so, uh, you know, opting out, the only reason to do that is so you can file your own lawsuit, which you're never going to do. So you either do nothing or opt in. And if opt-in, it only takes you a, a few minutes to find your serial number and how much you paid for it and the receipt and all the other ridiculous things they make you prove that you actually bought a Samsung. Uh, you, you do know that they have a record you bought it anyway, right? Well, that's why I got the notice. So even yeah, right. they know that yeah. I bought it. Yeah. And they know that you know. Yes. <laughs> I, I think we paid six fifty and only received two fifty back after using the washer for three months. Wow. So does, let me ask you, does the washer still work? I can't remember. 
The watcher was it? taken away. No, we had to give it back. Wait a minute. You Oh, that's a rip. You need to you need to opt into this. You may get the actual sum of that money back. Well, that's what I mean. It's principal for me and it's actually a good chunk of change. Yeah, you might get 100, 200 dollars out yeah. of that maybe. Depending yeah. on how many people opt in. Yeah. And you might get 30 cents, but you know. You can now actually, we have a- You could actually read, you know, that link and it will tell you what the terms of the settlement are. And a lot of times, um, you know, the number of people who opt in, uh, they divide a pool of money by the number or by the dollar some pro rata basis. Uh, mm, so, okay. yeah, you, so it's like playing a lottery. And then, they, <laughs> and then one day the check will come in the mail. So is it 30 cents, $30 or $300? Yeah. yeah. Well, I do have a whole paragraph that says settlement benefits, but I won't, I won't read them to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Ed, Ed is not going to care because he's heard. He's probably knows all this, and I'm not going to understand any of it. So definitely, we don't uh, do that. I definitely don't understand it. Yeah, my old law firm actually had us take classes to learn not to write like lawyers. So <laughs> the last thing on earth I want to do is to read legalese. Yeah, that's exactly. that's a good idea. I like. I like. I, I want to be represented by lawyers who do who who are who think like that. That's excellent. Well, I have an LG washer now, and, and so far it hasn't blown its top off. You know what LG stands for in Korean? <laughs> you never told me what words you can speak in Korean. Well, I mean, I, I, you'd have to know Korean to understand okay, what, what I'm Okay, what does about. LG mean? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it, I figured. It means, it means life is good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so far it's been good to us. I don't know what LG, what, what, what's the country of origin? Where is LG based? I don't even know. Well, we might have to look this up. Let's look this up. Samsung is Japan. No, it's Korea. Oh, I'm sorry. Sony's Japan. Yes. I, I think LG will be Taiwan. Okay. You have a guess, Ed? You want to jump in uh, on this? I'm cheating. I'm going, uh, <laughs> no, Google, you're not allowed to use my location because it's going to try to sell me one. Uh, where is Wikipedia? Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to let Ed look it up. So He's we already both, there. You're both looking it up? Oh, Ed's looking it up. Okay. No, I'm not looking it up. I was. I was going to, after, I, after we all guessed. But LG Electronics Wikipedia. Yeah. It may not be accurate. It's uh, South Korean. Oh, oh yeah. okay. You and didn't used, guess, did you? Oh, Jason, because you were going to look it up. I see. Right. I didn't. Uh, um, and, I, it, it, and it used to be called something else. I forget the. Um. Yes, you're correct. I can't remember. What it used to be. It was. This says it's. This it was, says it stands for Lucky Gold Star. Yeah, Gold Star was its old name. Mm. Well, there Korea we go. That's why Samsung was three stars, three gold stars, three stars, or three gold stars. And well, which is the three uh, stars. which is it? Uh, which Japanese car has the tuning fork? Because it used to be part of Yamaha or something like that. Um, yes, I know what you're talking about. What do you mean tuning of... fork? The, uh, the logo on one of the cars looks yes, like a tuning, a tuning fork. fork. Oh, um, that would be, starts with a D. Um. <laughs> now, this is through like podcasting. Daihatsu, maybe? <laughs> the Hatsu is a car yeah, or something like that. No, it's no, I think, I think it's either Lexus or, uh, Acura or one of those. But oh, well, Acura, Acura looks, looks close like to a tuning fork, not yeah. Lexus. Well, speaking of stars, you could always talk about the uh, logo for Subarus, but we don't want to yes. go there. 
Yes, Subaru is six. <laughs> is it six stars? I think that's about right. Is that also a Korean car? No, Japan. Japan, okay. It's no, it's, Indi- about- it's from Indiana. Well, now it's in the U.S., but it, it was from Japan. <laughs> yeah, Jason, so- you're Jason. You're outnumbered on this one. Not only did KJ's father start uh, um, Subaru in the western half of the United States and all of Canada, mm-hmm. but I'm on my fourth. Oh, okay. I've never owned a Subaru. I got to buy a car pretty soon. I need some sort of. They may have like a hybrid electric model. No. Uh, no. Well, then they're out. <laughs> My son finally now, traded in his Subaru. Way to ruin the early Subaru. My, uh, um, be my, there dad soon. Would, my dad would get into a, a, a spirited argument with you, Jason, about why hybrids are not better. Oh, we need Brad back on in order to, to argue that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, my son. I, I, no, I'm not doing it for the Earth. I mean, I, I do. I do a lot of things for the Earth. I do. I recycle. I do. You know, try to cons- conserve and take care of the planet as much as I can because I think that's our all our responsibility. But, um, <laughs> we're buying a hybrid and or electric car because it's going to save us twenty five dollars a day. Yeah, no, no, no. Twenty five dollars in in fees to drive in the express lane. For oh, be, to, to drive oh to sure, work. because it's they want to encourage you to buy a hybrid. Yeah, so it's free for that, but it costs it. It literally costs her like twenty, twenty to twenty five a day. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's crazy. Then it might I be mean, worth it. You're, you're talking like four hundred dollars a month. So I mean, that's a car payment. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's that's the reason that's why we're looking at that. Well, that my makes son, sense. my son's traded in his uh, second Subaru for a Nissan Leaf. Because it's mm. perfect for his commuting. You and know. where should I yep. send his sympathy card? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, See, I'm not buying a leaf. Nissan I'm not, I've Leafs, seen, I think, I've seen are those fine. Too much. Yeah, I'm not buying a leaf. I mean, it's fine if you got a leaf. I'm not buying a leaf. It it, it actually works perfectly for him, and it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it gives him the about the equivalent of 150 miles a gallon, and it plugs in conveniently overnight and his commute is about 14 miles each day each way each day and so yeah it's it, it's a perfect car for that sure. uh, but but everybody in our family uh had subarus mm-hmm, so, me too like our, my my mom they own a prius my mom and stepdad own a prius so you know i'm not i'm not free from the hybrids in my family either <laughs> <laughs> so it's subaru must be like a midwest thing then because I know zero people no. anywhere I've ever lived that own a Subaru. Subaru is, and Ed, Ed will confirm this, I'm sure. Subaru is really big out west in the mountain states, Colorado, Montana. Almost every other car you see out there is Subaru. Um, but northern Minnesota, yes, it's full of Subarus. Hmm. Because so there's it, tons of snow. And, and they're Michi- good in the snow. Yeah, northern Michigan's the same thing. Yeah, there's so many sure. Subarus. Uh, yeah, it's uh, and in Boulder, Colorado, it's uh, 40% of the cars on the road are Subarus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, I will not say that this is not true in North Dakota, where Crazy Ant lives, full of <laughs> snow. It's a full of, it's very snowy climate, mostly trucks there in North Dakota. And mostly rear-wheel drive trucks with sandbags on them so they yeah. can... <laughs> yeah, I'll never understand that. But anyway, to each yeah, it's their like own. Seven, it's, it's like 75 degrees here today. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have quite a bit of snow. Actually, I saw on the news this morning that Minneapolis has 13 inches above normal for the month of February. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, climate's not messed up at all. No, not at all. Not at all. And that's a good place to end. (laughs) On that note. This is a song with words about a quiz that I'm singing. That should end what this segment is. Okay, I'll tell you. It's a quiz. What do we know? Well, Ed says that he's up for a quiz master quiz. Quizlet. Uh So, yeah, we have a quiz. It's a quiz. Yay. Quizlet number three, to be exact, from Bob Walsh, Quizmaster. And here's what he says. Quizlet number three is a format used before. Presented below are five quotations, each missing a word. Identify the quotation's source and, in if, and, if applicable, the author or speaker. Bonus points if you know the missing words. There are no hints. Wow, no hints. Wow. Okay, so do we understand what we're trying to do here? So it's f- figure out the person who said it. Yes? Right. Yes. And, a fill in, and there's a fill in the blank. Yes. Oh, if applicable. If, okay, I just read it. Applicable, uh, the author or speaker. Okay. Yeah. And then bonus okay. points if you know the missing word. Okay. No hints. This is this could be um, rough. Oh. Number one. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come mm-hmm. to bury blank, not to praise him. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is oft in- interred with their bones. So let it be with Caesar. That's uh, Julius Caesar, right? It is Julius Caesar. I have no idea what the missing word is. Shakespeare. I just know the friends. It is Shakespeare. I mean, obviously, it's not, I come to bury Shakespeare, not to praise him. No, I'm saying that's who, that's who it is, Shakespeare. And it's, I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. This, uh, I'm old enough that they made us, you know, like in the one-room one uh, classrooms, uh, mm-hmm. that I had to memorize this when I was a freshman in high school. So that's, ah. it. that's the only reason I may not be able to help on any of the other questions. <laughs> I was thinking it's, I come to bury him, not to praise him. It's, I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. Now, what okay, I, so it's, so it's, he says, I come to bury Caesar. I know, the reason I know this, I knew it was from Julius Caesar, because it's friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. That's the only part of the line I knew. I mean, I've heard the rest of it, but I tell, that's what made me get it. Who is actually saying this in the play? That's the hard one. I, oh, that's, mm. and that's what actually Bob is asking. It is. Oh, Okay. Is the this author or speaker? Yeah. Who um, is saying this? Okay. It's not Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to guess it's not Brutus. It's absolutely not Brutus. How about Mark Anthony? That would be, yeah, I'll go with that because I can't name anybody else in that play. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's absolutely, it has to be Mark Anthony. Yeah, I'm going with that. Okay. Ed, coming so, in strong on question yeah. one. Okay, so number two, mm-hmm. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who sleeps under the blank of the very freedom I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. You know this. I know it's from um, A Few Good Men, that movie. Mm-hmm. And I know who says it. Jack Nicholson. Yep. Under the... What's the character's name? Well, I mean, I thought you were actually going to say the word in the, the blank. No, because I'm having trouble... Remembering the I have who sleeps under the blanket. Yes, that is correct. Okay, that is my guess. I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say blanket when you said blank. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah. Or what about mantle? No, there's I no, think, there's well, no pretty, fireplace I'm, involved. 
I'm pretty sure Bob is being clever here <laughs> in, in putting blank. In, the blank word is bl- blanket. Now, what is the character's name? Uh, this is when he's on the stand. Yeah, he's and on Tom Cruise. You can't handle question. the truth. Yeah, I don't remember is, the name of the character, though. Um, that's um, Colonel Jessup. Yes, Nathan. Nathan P. Yes. Jessup. Wow, I wouldn't have got the first name. Ooh. I think it's Nathan. I, I don't know about the P. I'm going with that. Okay. Because I wouldn't, I, I know Jessup, but. Are um, we, so, yeah, this is, um, who wrote that, though? Who wrote the speech? The, who mm-hmm. wrote the screenplay? Who wrote, who wrote the screenplay? Was oh. that uh, Soderbergh or was that um, the other dude? Um, who wrote? Um, this is a famous person. Yes. I don't think we're thinking of the same famous person, though. Do you know who wrote this, Ed? Absolutely clueless. Okay. The guy that wrote Newsroom and the guy that wrote the TV show Newsroom. He's done many other things. Yes. What's his... Is this the guy who Tony like wanted to have lunch yes, with? Yes, yes, I think what, what that's the crap who is I that think. That guy's name. I can't think of oh. his name. Uh, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron yes. Sorkin. Is he the one that wrote this? It might be. Okay, we'll find we'll out because I bet end. you Bob yeah. will tell us. I bet Bob put that in there. Yeah. Number three, and they asked me if I would do a little number, and I sang with all my might. She said, "Tell me, are you a blank child?" And I said, "Ma'am, I am tonight." I know all this right, you one. Know what the, yeah, you know what this is. You know this one, Ed. I it, no. <laughs> it, okay. Well, it's you, a song. You, how do you want to go about this? Do you want to go blank first, s- name of the song, or the person who sing wrote and sang this? Um, we can do blank first. Okay. Christian. Yes. Name of the song. Uh, you, you did a jingle to this. I did. Walking in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Mark Cohen. Mark That's Cohen. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I think he wrote it too. I don't, I don't know think, that. I don't. I don't think he I'm, had. I'm sure. Mar, I'm sure Bob will tell us. I don't think he had a like. I don't think he was. I, I don't think he was like doing a song written by somebody else. I think he actually wrote that. Okay. Number four. You fell victim to one of the classic blunders. <laughs> the most famous of which is never. Okay. The most famous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to start back. Number four. You want four. a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> you fell victim to one of the classic blunders, the most famous of which is, quote, never get involved in a land war in Asia, end quote. But only slightly less well known is this, quote, never go against never go a blank against a... when death is on the line. When death quote. is on the line. I know this one. Oh, I know all of this one. Okay, so. Ed, any, I'm clueless any... again. It's a movie, right, where it's a movie. It's a very no famous, wonder. well-liked movie from, was it the 80s? Late 80s? Early 90s? I think I'd late say 80s. late 80s. Um, Andre um, the Giant was in this movie. Yes. Mandy Patinkin was in this movie. Um, you killed my father. Prepare pen, to die. Pen. Pen. Um, what's Robin Wright. Robin Wright was in she this movie. She ain't like you calling her Pen. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was Robin Wright Pen for quite a while. Yeah, she was. Actually, probably was when she made this movie. I can't remember. Uh, Rob Reiner uh, directed this, I think. Um, they just made fun of this. Deadpool made fun of this because Fred Savage was in this movie. Um, what's his face? Um, Columbo. What's his name? Wasn't that him? Peter Wasn't Falk. He the grandfather? Peter yeah. Falk, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, Carrie Owens was in this movie. What are Dred some Private other Roberts famous quotes from Wesley. this movie? Um, 
Billy Crystal was in this movie. Um, Mawage. That's this Mawage speech uh, with the priest marrying them. Um, I can't think of any quotes that I love from this movie right now. To the pain. Oh, you uh, do not understand. I don't. I don't think you understand. What's the word? What is it? <laughs> I'm gonna let you go oh, on this one. God. <laughs> I don't think I do not think that word means what you think it means or something yes, like that. Yes, there you go. <laughs> That's it's it's close enough. <laughs> um, the answer Ed is, is Beetlejuice. Okay. No, no, it is not. <laughs> oh, okay. Princess Bride is the movie. The Princess Bride is the name of this movie. Have and you seen the Princess Bride, Ed? Not only have I seen it, I've never heard of it. Oh my <gasps> gosh, you got to see this movie. This one, it's I'd great. say you have to see. It, okay. The, the cast, the cast sounds amazing. Oh, it's uh, it's. I mean, I, I'll I'll say who wrote it in a minute because I know who wrote it, and oh, you have know. to see this movie. Um, do you know who? Do you know the name of the character and or the actor who says this in the movie? KJ. Well, first of all, let's do the blank. Sure. Um, you know I, this. I think the blank is Sicilian. S- that is correct. Okay, I I do not know the name of the character who said it. It is, um, that's the only part that I'm struggling with right now. It's Wallace Shawn is the character, is the, the actor's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> and William Goldman wrote the movie. Wow, that's a, that, that's a good pull right there. Oh, you gotta know who he is, come on. I don't, never heard of him. Wait, Bill what? Pullman? Bill Pullman? No. And do you William know who William Goldman, Goldman is? Oh, Goldman. <laughs> do you not know who William Goldman is? I don't, I don't think so. Not by name, maybe by face. No, you wouldn't know his face. You should know his name. He wrote The Princess Bride. He wrote All the President's Men. He wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm, nope, I don't. Maybe he wrote A Few Good Men. No, he did not. Okay. I mean, Ed, do you know on. who Princess Bride? Uh, no, I've never Butch heard Cassidy of him either. Oh Thank my, you. he's he is he 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 actually passed away like in the last six three maybe three months. It was recent, his last few months. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, screenwriters ever. Well, I'll have to put his name into my memory. Yes. Here, I you said William Goldman, and I I repeated it as William Bill Pullman. Pullman. Yeah, <laughs> no, I meant Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know him. <laughs> yeah. Who also yeah, that... passed away not long ago. Bill Paxton. Really? Yes. Way young. Very much, you know, wow. unexpected death. Was he in death. his 50s? Yeah. 59, I think. I forgot about that. I remember he, I remember reading that now. But yeah, but William, William Goldman, incredible. Um, and Princess Bride, Ed, you definitely need to watch that movie. That's, that is one movie I'll recommend to anybody, anytime, anywhere. And I've never, from kids to adults... I've never heard anybody say, I just can't stand that movie. Mm-hmm. On that yeah, recommendation, I'll give it a try. Awesome. Yeah, good. All right, the last one, number five. But ashes don't last. They fuel the ground for the next pot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, what are you laughing at? I was laughing at something I read. Keep going. Okay. But ashes. What's, what's, we're on number five? Number five. But number ashes five. don't last. They fuel the ground for the next pyre. Did I pronounce that word right? Yeah, pyre. You know what a pyre is. The, well, it has something to do with fire. Yeah. Okay. 
to allow the next blaze to burn brighter and higher. Blank is a gift, but use it wisely. Allow it to motivate and inspire. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, pyre and higher and spire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a poem. Uh, pyre, pyre is like a funeral, like fire, like a, you know, like in um, oh, Star like Wars when they burn fire. Darth Vader. No, it's more like a, it's more like you build like a bonfire and then like you're throwing, you know, burning the person, you know, as, as part of the funeral ceremony. I wouldn't call it holy necessarily, but yeah. Okay. Pyre. Uh, but okay, so I'm going to reread this one. Sure. But ashes don't last. They fuel the ground for the next pyre to allow the next blaze to burn brighter and higher. Blank is a gift, but use it wisely. Allow it to motivate and inspire. I have no idea. Yes. Death? Death is a gift? No. That's a good guess, though. Is this, okay, this is a, who, is this a, this is not from a movie, this is a no. poem. Uh, sort of. Is it it's song a, lyrics? It's a song. Oh. Who's the singer? I'll tell you what the blank is. Okay. And I'll tell you where the line comes, where that line, what that line is playing off of. Well, life is a gift is usually what I've, I've heard. No, it's anger is a gift. Okay. And it's playing off of the Rage Against the Machine lyric, anger is a gift, where he keeps repeating anger is a gift. I don't know that song. Yeah, anger is a gift. I can't remember which song, which one that is. It's off the first album, but it's, or maybe the second album. Uh, but anyway, in Rage Against the Machine, he's, this is not a Rage Against the Machine song. But he's is saying, this anger a Jason Fuse song? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, <laughs> which which song is it? Um, it is not a DKE song. I'll tell you that. Sing it. It's but ashes Please? don't last. It's it's more like it's this is the verse. This is um. Trying to th- I'm trying to give you a hint. That's why you me. were laughing so much when I started. Yes, that's why I was laughing when I read the first line. I was like, I immediately know what this is. <laughs> if it's off of the Calm and the Crush, I'll tell you that. Okay. So you got something. You got you can guess. You know, there's only what sixteen songs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it one of the songs we used use or have used for this podcast? Sorta. We use the Weekend Review has what became this song. Oh, okay. It's the next next to last song on the album. The Calm and the Crush. Yes. This this is the Ooh, song that I wrote. Baby. No, it's not the common. That, that's oh. I thought you were naming the album. No. no. That's not the name of it, no. I take the Un-boom. back I take the back yeah. back the boom. Take baby. back the boom, yeah. Um this is a song that I wrote about this was before 2016. This is a song that I wrote about how people are becoming divided over winning their argument instead of seeking out what's right for everybody in the best compromise. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is the song that has a line. Um, I had it in my head and then I lost it. <laughs> Basically talking about we're just burning the world down with separate torches. Okay. This is the, you know, you, you can argue and argue and win and think you're right all the time. And you can, you know, just go out, be in the argument to win and you put other people down. It literally, it's, it's strange because I was like, at, this, at the point that I wrote this song, I was like, 
this country and the way that the political system is becoming so divided and we're fighting against each other and it ha- it's filtered down to, you know, personal lives and everybody, people are fighting with their families and fighting with their friends over stuff that, hey, you're just trying to win an argument and instead what you should try to do is get along and compromise and see what you have in common and everybody wants to point out the differences in people and it exploded this is I wrote this before it exploded in 2016 and 2017 with the presidential stuff. So so I was like so it got worse than I even thought. Yeah, as hard as that is to imagine. Yes. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. think I'm going to guess the name to get of worse the song. Every day. It's um, undivided to the name of the song. Oh, okay. So you got it. Yeah. Good job out of you. Well, I mean, if I miss that, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I see. I know. I know Bob. I know. I said before we recorded this, I was like, "He's going to throw in one." I bet he's going to. Th- is this quotes from us or is this from our stuff? So yeah, he's. I, I appreciate that. Um. Okay. I should we should we go over the answers now? Yeah, I think we actually got. Well, I, think I, we I, did I shouldn't too. say this because the last time we thought we had them all, then we missed one pretty poorly. Uh, I think we not, got them all. I would I, not we, have gotten number one. I'll tell you that. Um, I would not have gotten the speaker. I would have gotten the quote, though. Okay, so number one was indeed, well, the source was Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. Ed, do you know what act and scene? <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> what? Well, you said you had it memorized, so I thought I'd give you a shot here. <laughs> I didn't have to memorize the whole play. There was only... Yeah, just the- <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I remember, you blocks, you stones, you worse than census things, oh, you hard hearts, you cruel men of Rome, knew you not yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's, nice. that's more than I know. That's good. Um, okay, so it's Act 3, Scene 2, written by William Shakespeare. I believe I had that one. Mm-hmm. Speaker Mark Anthony. Good job, very Ed. Good, Ed. Yeah, Missing very good. word is Caesar. Yep. Number two was A Few Good Men, written by Aaron Sorkin. Yes. Speaker good job. got there eventually. Speaker Colonel Nathan Jessup. It doesn't say yes. Nathan P. Jessup, but I'm going with it. I'm going to say that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Played by that's Jack good. Nicholson in the 1992 film, and the missing word was blanket. Mm-hmm. Number three was Walking in Memphis, written by Mark Cohn, appeared on the album Mark Cohn, 1991. Missing word was Christian. I didn't realize that that was that old. Yep, we got all that one. And then Ed says, QE. Or Ed or Bob. I'm sorry, Bob. (laughs) QE. Unbeknownst to me, KJ recorded and posted free ribs from Memphis on the Little Song site on July 25th. I completed this question and quiz on August 14th. The entanglement became evident when KJ's oh, spectacular parody was aired on Tony's show on August 20th. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Number four was The Princess Bride, 1987. So, yes, um, late 80s. Yep. Written by one William Pullman. No. <laughs> William Goldman. Speaker yes. Viz- Vizzini. Yes, Vizzini. V-I-Z-Z-I-N-I. Vizzini. Yeah, but when uh, Mandy Patinkin pronounced it, he goes, Vizzini. Oh, played by Wallace Shawn. You got the actor. Mm-hmm. Missing word was Sicilian. Yep. And then Bob says, more QE operating here. I wrote this question on August 10th, only to have Michelle Miller post the video clip of this scene on the social media platform that shall not be named, SMPTSNMB, <laughs> on August 11th. 
Since there was no chance of either of you seeing Michelle's post, I left the question in the quiz. Nice. That is correct. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the social media platform that he mentioned that I will not name. That will not be named. And yes. number five was Undivided, written by Jason mm-hmm. Fuse, appeared on the album The Calm and the Crush, 2017. Missing word was Anger. Jason has said he would have trouble recognizing his own lyrics, so I decided to put that to the test. And thanks to Young Stats for providing the official lyrics to this terrific song. Yes, who I have given the lyrics to because he asked me for this one. Okay, so there you have it. We did. We nailed this quiz. Awesome. Yeah, that was that's a good one. Good job, Bob. Yes, it was. Thank you, Bob. Um, the only Shakespeare play that I ever was forced to study was Romeo and Juliet in high school. I had to read several of them in high school. Um, I had to read Hamlet. I had to read Romeo and Juliet. I had to read Macbeth. Um, there was one other. Not the Taming of the Shrew. But, I mean, so much stuff is based on those plays, which, you know, who knows how much Shakespeare actually wrote or how much was written by people that wrote for him that he took all the credit for. Yeah. Because that is a very common you know, thought that he, that he took credit for everybody else's work <laughs> that was working with him <laughs> and made up a bunch of words, which we in DKE make fun of quite a bit. Um, well, Shakespeare, apparently I missed that because uh, Ed's mm-hmm. saying that he had to memorize it. And yeah, by the time I was in high school, they said, oh, let's just do Romeo and Juliet and call it good. Did you just watch the Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio movie? No, no, I actually didn't think I ever made it through that movie. Yeah, I, I think like I started and I thought that this was not good. We did have to watch one, though, and I believe it was one, maybe, the, I don't even know, maybe there's been more than just two. We watched one after we were done reading it, but it was not Claire Danes. One of the Romeo and Juliet base movies? Yes. Oh, there's a bunch of them. I'm sure there are. Ed, like, what were you going to um, say? Oh, I just got to say one of the tricks that uh, we learned because we had to read so many of these things. Of course, we didn't have anything other than uh, old uh, 33 RPM, you know, albums. But to uh, have uh, 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 play it along while you're reading it, because it's so hard to read all of the uh, Shakespearean English by itself. That's a good idea. So you're getting the the visual and the auditory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even the visual, just the audio. Because uh, believe me, there were no VCSs, VCRs or anything like that at that time. Well, I'm saying you're reading it, though. Yeah. You're reading it off the you're, page. Oh, yes, you're reading it off the page, yes. <laughs> okay. And, and hearing it, yes. Yes. Um, my favorite Shakespeare-based movie, I think, is hmm, 10 Things I Hate About You. That's a well, great I'm movie. Go with that. Well, what about West Side Story? I am not a West Side Story fan at all. Okay. Well, the, I'm you not know, a musical guy. I thought that was okay, but I think my problem with it was just what you mentioned. I'm not really a musical person, although I do, depends on what it is. I've definitely liked going to musicals live, but on TV, not so much. Yeah, Uh, I like, I mean, like stuff like Grease is okay. It's it's, it's not, I mean, but I I don't like it as much as some people, and Les Mis is the only, like, actual theatrical Broadway-type musical that I like. Well, I liked Hamilton quite a bit. I liked Wicked. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen either of those. 
And I've also seen Phantom of the Opera, and I know I'm in the minority, but I didn't love that. Uh, it just seems cheesy to me, just from the little bit I've seen of it, like on TV. And I know that Les Mis is a must, and I still haven't seen it. Oh, my God. I know. It's terrible. We're Have you seen Les going... Mis, Ed? No. There we I've go. I've seen it live, and I've seen, I've, I've listened to all the recordings multiple times, like the original cast and like the, the secondary cast, which are st- still great. Uh, uh, Jason's wife and I are going to the Fox here in Atlanta. Uh, I think it's next month, April, something like that, May, uh, to see it again. So, Very cool. Yes, no. it's awesome. No, my wife claims that I defrauded her because on our third date, I took her to a movie and then she found out and she loves movies and founds out that, oh, wait a minute, Ed doesn't like movies. He doesn't go to movies. (laughs) (laughs) Entrapment by false pretense. (laughs) Absolutely. We saw The Godfather for for our third date. (laughs) Now that's, that's a good movie. That's a good date movie right there. Um, well, now you're going to have to add Princess Bride to your list of movies, I, Ed. I will. I will give that a try. Absolutely. I, I mean, I really don't like a bunch of movies either, but I'll Princess Bride is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to hear you know what you think of it if you get a chance to watch it because it's it's awesome. But I, I know, it, you know, it depends. In our in our small town of Frankfurt, Michigan, one of the only things to do is to go to the movie theater, which uh, in the uh, everything except in the middle of the tourist season, the summer is only open, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so we almost always go to the movies, even, and I get up and walk out of most of them after six or seven minutes. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. Oh no, I, I do this all the time. I just can't, you know, I said, Oh, this one's making me uncomfortable. I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to go to the uh, brew pub next door and drink until everybody else is ready to go to dinner. <laughs> is that the brew pub you always tweet about? It is. It is. Nice. Storm Cloud or something like that? Storm Cloud, exactly. Shout out yep. Storm Cloud. Maybe they'll there's send us some of those cool hats. Oh, those are... Uh, the, oh, that's Founders. That's Founders. Yeah. Yeah. The, the same guy that uh, is the head owner of the movie theater and salvaged this old movie theater is also the uh, uh, head guy at uh, Storm Cloud. And they're right next door. They even sell the real buttered popcorn from the movie theater in the storm cloud brewery. Wow. They should combine that the other way too. Who needs a movie then? Or people like you? That's exactly. Actually they, they do, they do, uh, they do a dinner in a movie or beer in a movie. Yeah. And, and there's uh, actually a door connecting the two so that uh, for uh, social events, they can bring beer and pizza over from the, uh, from the the brewery right into the, the movie theater. Yeah, that's my kind of movie theater. This right sounds there. like my kind of place. It, 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 uh, one of the great things they do every year is they have the uh, the Michigan-Michigan State game is on the big screen with people you know, from both sides yelling mm-hmm. and screaming and eating a lot of uh, pizza and drinking beer. Nice. That sounds like a recipe for a brawl, a barroom, movie room brawl right there. Wait a minute. You said Michigan-Michigan State. I. What about Michigan Tech? Michigan State, yeah, Michigan yeah, yeah, Tech. Yeah, I mean. uh, Michigan Tech doesn't play usually Michigan State or <laughs> yeah. Michigan. No, and they would yeah. get crushed. Yes, they would. Yes, they Even would. with Steel Fortress. So, so yeah. now, Jason, uh, I yeah. actually, you know, I know you've become a big Michigan Tech fan. Uh, yeah, I have a couple years. I have also been on the Michigan Tech campus, and, I have, and I have run in a track meet against Michigan Tech. Wow. So, okay. 
Well, I actually, you know, you're just one of those Johnny Come Lately fans. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I don't want to deny that. <laughs> like last year, is that late enough for you? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I the I actually looked into going to school there to do like an online, like to get some sort of degree or something, to get some sort of like certification even. And the classes were so crazy expensive that I could not believe it. Uh, it's, actually, it's like more expensive than like going to like so, like you know, some major big name famous institution that you've heard of. Well, actually, Michigan Tech's kind of an interesting history that um, it was originally a mining school for mining tech because of all the copper mines up there. And uh, and then it eventually uh, morphed into being a, an overall uh, you know technology engineering school. It's a very good engineering school. Yes. Where is it but, located? Very expensive. Is it it's in the in, UP? It's yeah. in Michigan. It's it's in it's in Houghton, Michigan. Up in the not only okay. in the U, yes. not yeah. only in the UP, but in that that little uh, uh, peninsula that sticks up in the middle of Lake Superior. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. have any idea how much snow they get up there every year? Probably I me, a lot. I have seen because I follow them on Twitter, and they posted a lot about it lately. <laughs> so they're posting a bunch of snow pictures. They average like three hundred inches of snow a year, or something ridiculous like that. Wow. I remember I went to college in Appleton, Wisconsin, and the track meet we had, they came down from uh, you know, Houghton, Michigan to Appleton, and we had been running outside for three weeks, and they hadn't been outdoors yet that spring. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And it's yeah, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going there in person then. <laughs> Actually, July and August are really pretty. Stay away the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a summer school class I can take. And and Jason, I did yes. hear you say when I asked where Michigan Tech was, the very helpful answer of Michigan. Yeah. I heard that. But as someone who's lived in Michigan, I know that there are the UP and the lower peninsula. So I was just trying to get a little more detailed answer. Well, I mean, if you want to get granular, I mean, yes, I wanted to get it is, it is the man on the scene. He's on yes. the ground there. He's, you know, so he's got the more detailed information. I'm more big picture, like overall, like it's in the United States, is what I would have said. <laughs> Okay. was my first answer. One of the things is that somebody asked me where I live, and I live in northern Michigan. said, oh, the UP. He said, oh, no, the UP doesn't even count. Northern yeah. Michigan <laughs> is the northern part of the lower peninsula. I love it. Now yes. we got intrastate wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lower, lower peninsula, upper peninsula. Go at it. Actually, oh, believe me, that, that's been going on for a long time. Yes, it yes. has. Yeah. Uh, Diupers up there, hey? <laughs> That's right. Shots That's what they call have been them. They fired. We want we want to so see the, the retaliation. Mitten, it's the mitten versus the deer. Am I, is that what it is? <laughs> the mitten versus use your own uh, pejorative term. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Wow. <laughs> Actually, when I lived in northern Wisconsin in the middle seventies, people had bumper stickers, and they there was a movement to have the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and seven counties in Wisconsin secede from their respective states and form the 51st state superior. And and since they had nothing other than tourism, they were going to legalize gambling and prostitution like it was in the old days in the lumberjack era. You know, Uh, that sounds like, I mean, I'm not into that either of those things, but it sounds like that would have been a good business model, to be honest, knowing how the rest of the country is now. It's, it, it, yeah, it sounds like they missed they out on an okay. opportunity. And I mean, come on, Superior as a state name. I mean, that's that's top tier in state wars. You know, yeah. when you're when the name of your state is Superior, you just got to right. say check the name, look at the scoreboard. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. So 
Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah, he's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hey, thanks for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed the podcast so far. If you'd like to send us feedback, you can reach us on Twitter at Speaking of Tan. No, that's not right. Don't send me feedback about that. Because if you send it to at Speaking of Tangents, we wouldn't get it. Actually, I don't think Twitter handles can be that long anyway. So, yeah, go ahead and send it to them. Yeah. If you have any negative comments or any criticism of the podcast, please send it to at Speaking of Tangents, all spelled out. If you'd like to send us praise, at Speak Tangents. You can also email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail. That can't be right here. That's way too long. Oh, that is? Oh, okay. Speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com is the email address. We'd love to hear from you. If you're listening. Or if you're not listening. We'd love to hear from you anyway. any feedback this week we do have feedback this week and again multiple feedbacks feeds back all right feedbacks first um in response to when we tweeted out the podcast announcement for last week john fitzpatrick at fitz john p replied in which jason has a dim view of optometrists <laughs> and then he says ty which i believe means thank you Thank you very much. Yes. I'll Thanks. see two eyes emoji myself out. <laughs> Which I, I yes. really liked a lot. Yes. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. That's that's good. And he's 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 not he's half right on that. He's half right on that. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna say which half. I was, that was my next question. Okay. Okay, Sully from Boston at Rice Twist. And maybe mm-hmm. Ed can answer this. I wonder, does speaking of tangents actually mail a third chair around the country for people to sit in as they guest star in the podcast? Like like Cool Aunt Claire this week? Hashtag Sea of Thieves. Hashtag SOT. Hashtag Feedback Friend. Hashtag Eat It Saliza. Mm-hmm. And Claire responded with the the chair. The chair, yeah. 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 Yes, and it's I small, had. But, yeah. And it's right underneath my butt as we speak. <laughs> Fabulous. I'm glad it made it there in time. Thank you, Claire, for getting it to Ed on time. Oh, oh, here's one from Robert Colpeen. Wait, wait, wait. I was drinking, I was drinking water. <laughs> okay. You know, you know what's going to happen now is this this chair, this third chair is going to have its own Twitter account like this the safety hat. The safety hat of excellence, yeah. yes. Yeah. The safety hat has been quiet for a while. It hadn't been visited anywhere as far as I know. Yeah, maybe maybe it needs to come in a few weeks when the Hall of Famer has another surgery. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, at some point it's got to get to uh, to to my house, and then it's got to get to Sean's house. Oh well, we can talk about that off the air. I've okay. already discussed that with Sean. I think the biggest problem with the safety head is that, given the weather in the country, it's been replaced with a fill in your own blank for what that winter knit wool hat is. Uh-huh. Yes. Winter yes. hat is what I call it. Yeah, hat. 
Okay, from Robert Colpine, Swagmaster at mm. R. Colpine. Oh, okay, he's talking about tennis shoes versus sneakers. Um, he says, I call athletic shoes Jimmy Go Fasties. Not sneakers, <laughs> not tennis shoes, not runners. Hashtag SOT. Okay. So that was because Claire was using the word sneakers, and I was envious that that wasn't in my vocabulary. Yes. And but you know what? This reminds me. Let me pull out the pedant. Our our pedantic jerk clarified this for me. Let me bring that out. Whether it was British or not. Yes, because she okay. Claire said she. I think I said trainer or um, sneakers are British, and she said they're runners. I runners. think runners. She okay. said runners is what they call them in Britain. I believe. Okay. Well, here's what the pedantic jerk said. Okay. British for sneakers is trainers. Hmm. And then he further clarified that runners are Scottish. And then he oh, even further clarified. Breaking down the UK. Yeah. He, he even further clarified this. Londoners in south of Yorkshire oh use gosh. trainers. Runners in northern <laughs> England and Scotland use, use, what was the other word? Runners. Runners. Snickers. Runners. In, trainers in Londoner. Londoners in south of Yorkshire use trainers, and they use runners in northern England and Scotland. So there Brad, you have it. Clear as mud. Brad, Brad, can you write it again and, qual- and, and uh, clarify <laughs> KJ's read of your clarification? Because oh, I'm completely confused now. Well, it was in multiple texts, so I was bouncing oh, okay. back and forth. Clear as mud, well, as I said. I think what, what we have discovered is state wars goes outside of the states. Apparently. And it's, they have a city war. And, uh, you know, a, a UK war, uh, what, a, a kingdom war, I guess it would be. Not so united now, huh? And speaking of shoes, let's move on to Will at Aquarium, D-R-N-K-E-R. There we go. He says, how about the rental shoe emoji at the, the bowling emoji alley? So how about the <laughs> rental shoe at the bowling alley? Hashtag burning questions. Okay, so this is about. <laughs> I said that I think we talked about would you, Jason, would you want to put someone's used shoes on your feet? And so he's asking, right. would how do we feel about rental shoes on our feet at the bowling alley? That that doesn't bother me. No, because okay they, they're they're very careful and they spray. My sister has very small feet, like five or five and a half, and so she was proud of those. So some of her friends lifted a pair of rental shoes from the bowling alley so she could wear them around advertising uh, her size five shoes with the tag on the with back. the tag on the back <laughs> well it's you know it's, it's, it's actually you know that there's that you know the size is right on the back on that little button right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and they're cool shoes anyway although yes, very they slippery are. very slippery. slippery yes i would not want to wear those anywhere except at a bowling alley i may yeah, have worn Bowling alley shoes outside of a bowling alley too. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. The it, the the part about the use doesn't bother me at all. I'm not the one. I I have no problem with any of that. No, I was you the one didn't. that said I would get used underwear. I don't care. Yes, and it's use toothbrush. Fabric. Yeah. Yeah. Tooth. Oh yeah. Toothbrush. Toothbrush. I ain't even cleaning off. Yeah. That I can't. I, I, I can't even think about that. I mean, come on. You get more germs just breathing in the air around other people than you do using somebody's toothbrush. I don't know about that. 
I mean, that's a medical science fact right there. Okay. Jason, I disagree with you absolutely completely. <laughs> Whenever I have... Well, you can say that about anything with me. Well, <laughs> and both of it based on nothing other than our own opinion with no facts to back them up. Right. Uh, when, whenever I'm coming down with a cold, I go into the bottom drawer in the, uh, in the, in the uh, bathroom and I dig out uh, uh, several dozen toothbrushes and I use them once and then sterilize them before I use them again. Wow. Because I have found that I keep reinfecting myself with my cold if I don't do that. Ah, that makes sense. I, I'm of the nature that once I have the germs and the virus, I might as well just get as much of it as I can because it helps me fight it off faster. <laughs> well, I've, I don't um, <laughs> It makes change, me more immune. I don't change toothbrushes, um, but because I do think that once I'm infected, I'm infected until right. it's over with. But I do, we do have separate hand towels around when someone's sick and dish towels and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think the whole the whole thing about once you once you get a bad cold or a virus, you should change your toothbrush is a scam by the toothbrush. Yeah. Big yeah. big toothbrush trying to push big more toothbrushes toothbrush. on you. Yeah. I don't uh, get a new one, but I just sterilize mine. I pour boiling oh. water over them several times. That makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Or you could just fill it up with that um what's that that hand sanitizer and just brush your teeth for that one time <laughs> and then you're good. That'll do it. Yes. I'll let you try that first and let us know how that one goes for you. <laughs> well, see, I don't care about germs. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Okay. All right. Well, we're talking about barbers, hairdressers, salon artists. What else would you call people that cut your hair? When we were talking about them to shut up, just shut up and, and cut our hair. Yes. Kim Wilson. I think that was the big revelation from last week is that there are more people out there like us who are yes. like, get out of here with this small talk on when I'm getting my hair cut. Yeah, and Kim Wilson's one of them at Kim Wills 33 She says, I think after this week's drop, we all need to invest in a new business adventure called Quiet Clips. Yes. Everyone is more than welcome to wear their earbuds, including the hairdresser who doesn't want to hear about your kid making the honor roll again anyway. <laughs> That's absolutely true. I, I guarantee Amen, you they, they are tired Kim. of these conversations. Yes. So, I mean, you'd actually be doing them a favor too. That The hairdressers slash salon artists slash barber slash, you know, haircut people that don't want to talk to you, don't feel pressured or feel like, oh, I have to talk to this person because that's part of my job. No. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, just just don't do it. Just ask the person, say, hey, do you want me to talk to you or would you rather me just shut up and cut your hair? I would love that if somebody said, I'd be like, it's up to you, but, you know, I don't need you talking to me. I can sit here in silence for, you know, 10 minutes. I would absolutely love that. But now my Susie haircut and I have an established, you know, five, six year relationship. And at this point, that would just not it would just be odd. Well, it's too late now. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. You know, Let me ask you this. <laughs> Go ahead. Ed. It's it's one of those things uh, we have all been taught. Society abhors a silence, and it's one of the mm -hmm. tricks that we used to use in depositions. Is if you wanted the person to just keep talking, you just sit there and stare at them, and they felt yes. so uncomfortable that they would just keep talking. Yes. Uh, I, on the other hand, have a penchant for finding people to cut my hair who talk and talk and talk and talk. Really? Yes. And do you like that? You know, I don't care. Uh, okay. Uh, except I had, you know, I responded. I had the one story, the one guy used to talk all the time. He actually opened his own barbershop so he could have 30 minutes per customer instead of 20. So he had 10 more minutes to talk to everybody. Oh, my gosh. That'd be my <laughs> and I, nightmare. 
And, and I made the horrible mistake one time of having his last appointment on a Saturday afternoon. And it took, oh, me, so, an hour, yeah. took me an hour and a half to get my hair cut. Because oh. uh, so he, no, he, no, he, he didn't have to finish up for the next person. Yes, never do that again. Oh, that's awful. Oh. I never did that again. Well, he, oh. actually had, he actually had one of his other customers. He said, Ed, the strangest thing happened to me the other day. Somebody was in here and I was cutting his hair and we were having a nice time. And all of a sudden he grabs me by the shirt collar and just, just cut my bleeping hair. <laughs> wow. wow. See, that's, and, and that's I just, what I wish I had the guts to do. And I, if I'd had coffee, he would have had coffee all over him. I was just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a spit take situation. Well, see KJ, what you could do is pull your thing from the subway and you could just pull out your phone, phone. <laughs> while you're getting a haircut. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And make up a conversation. I sh- I should try that, but Susie haircut. She's not falling for that. No, uh, Jason's wife had a lady. This lady moved away and does not cut her hair anymore, thankfully. Um, who would uh, come to our house and cut her hair, mm-hmm. which is nice, mm-hmm. especially when you have two couple of younger kids or one younger kid. Um, and this went on for like ten years, and she got to the point at the end, like the last few years, where. She got into talking politics a lot. Oh, uh huh. And wanted to give her opinion on everything political. And it was, um, let's say, how can I say this? Different for my and Jason's wife's opinion on most things. Mm-hmm. And it was just, just awkward how she would go on and on and on for like, and she would be here for like an hour and a half because she would, you know, <laughs> more than cut and she's doing all kinds of, you know, highlight. She, she's the one who colored my daughter's hair purple at one point. Um, I mean, we asked for it, but I mean, so she, she could, she come up and she'd do anything. It's not just, you know, like me, I go and I'm there for 10 minutes. Yeah. Know? Jason's wife goes and she's there for, you know, an hour and a half or whatever. Um, and so it was, it became an hour of political talk where we didn't want to say, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. What is wrong with you? Um, so we just kind of went, mm-hmm, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and thankfully that is not, she's, she's moved on. Well, there are three topics you kind of learn in the service industry, or even in my profession, you don't discuss. Yeah. Politics, sex, and religion. There you go. And if you stick to that, you'll be all right. Pretty much. Or you know what you could else you could stick to? Just shutting up completely. Yeah, keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Just do your job. All right. um, Next, from Smitty Scoop at Smitty Scoop. Yes. Well, I learned that I have never had a real conversation with Jason. <laughs> Apparently, he was just doing his act like he cares routine every time we've spoken. No. <laughs> they got the wrong they got the wrong piece of information, the wrong point out of that. I can see where he's coming from though. That's I was kind of feeling that way when you were saying that like cuz you said this is what I do on the podcast and I'm thinking 112 episodes and you haven't been you ha- you haven't been yourself. Are no, you it's the reading. It? It's the reading the context of what people are saying. Kind of made me very about. sad. Kind of hurt my feelings, Jason. Yeah, I really care that I hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that um, you address this with Patrick Smith at Smitty Scoop, and then I think yeah, somehow that sort of led into something that Cun- James Cunningham tweeted about introvert and extrovert, and then. Talk about social media blowing up. Oh, my gosh. I got thread. home from work and I was I like, dropped out are of that you one. kidding me? I'm done with this. <laughs> that, that, that went in some directions. It absolutely did. Yeah. 
Brendan in but Jersey. Yeah, it's, it's it's reading context because I have no ability to read social cues. Mm-hmm. So I have to read context from I have to, I mean, thankfully I can read context. I'm very good at that. So I have to that's how I have to have every conversation. Because I don't know Yes. Yeah. I'm being on the spectrum, you end up going, I'm not hundred percent sure mm-hmm. how to react to this. So sometimes somebody would be talking about something serious and I may not catch on except for the context. And so that's why I've learned over, I mean, cause when I was a teenager, just learning, you know, and people would expect you, you know, when you're an older teenager to, you know, not laugh when somebody talks about being hurt yeah. <laughs> and I would be like, ha, 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 Oh, you're serious. Oh, you're not joking. So that's, so I've learned over the years to, to just read context. So it's, it's not that I'm not having a genuine conversation with you. Exactly. It's that yeah. I am having to read the context of the situation in order to have the conversation. Got it. Yeah, I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> <laughs> I was being serious. Okay, good. Um, lastly, Bobby Godfrey at Bobby Godfrey. On this week's Speaking of Tangents, Jason said that whenever he sees a state name tattooed, it's always California. Well, Kevin Durant would beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, and he tweeted that. a picture of Kevin Durant's back tattoo with Maryland stamped across it, much like Adam Levine's California on the chest. Right. It looked like it hurt. Didn't it look? It looked huge. Well, I mean, it it's, looked it's huge. It's a tattoo. It's it's. Yeah, it's but a some people would tattoo. say that they, that tattoos didn't hurt. Do you, Ed? Do you have any tattoos? I do not. And I don't either. And I don't. Jason, do you? I don't uh, think we're you. tattooless on this podcast this week. Yes. Uh, so I can't speak to whether tattoos are painful or not, but I've heard that other some places of the body are worse than others. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about sticking a needle in your different body parts mm-hmm. and imagine where that would hurt the most and don't get a tattoo there. That uh, would be yeah. my, my advice. That's your advice. So oh, my, my mind is going to all kinds of really bad places <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. That's, that's, uh, you should think about any tattoo before you get it. And I like to, to what Bobby says, I, yeah, he's right. There's other people that have tattoos of different states, but. It's primarily California that I've seen in public, certainly across people's abdomens mm-hmm. and um, of people in the music business. Uh, Sully from Boston tweeted me a picture of a gal who had mass hole on her lower abdo- abdomen. So someone well, has done I'm that before. Glad that he did not tweet that at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so yeah, I, I think I tweeted, I can't remember if I said this or not. Or I just thought it, um, Back to Bobby to say, you know, being different is Kevin Durant's, disagreeing with people is Kevin Durant's brand lately. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like how he approaches every news, every press conference and like just, just, he's, he seems very difficult to be around on a regular basis to me. He does. And it seems like such a stark contrast from where he used to be. Yeah. And I, it's possible that he was that way all along and he was just, you know, keeping to himself and now uh-huh. he feels more free to speak his mind but he he just he just seems difficult yes like he a does. difficult personality or did his media consultant slash agent slash whatever yeah. uh say oh we need to get you a a different uh personality profile yeah. sort of sort of the way madonna did to uh dennis rodman yeah it's it's, True. it's honestly it's probably more that i think probably durant is more like how he used to be his natural personality and he's been um, encouraged and pushed in the direction and, and, you know, kind of tutored 
to be more, you know, abrasive like he is now against us mm-hmm. as a as a as a brand. Which I think that is brand doesn't silly. work for me. It doesn't seem genuine to me. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem real. I mean, and I've heard him in like he's he's been on like uh, uh, Bill Simmons' podcast several times, and I've listened to all those. And he seems, you know, like he's you know a pretty smart dude, and he you know gets what's going on. But the 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 tough guy stuff sounds it comes across as a little too fake to me. So it makes me think he's probably more shy and reserved. And this is, like you said, Ed, is more PR than anything. Yeah. And, and KJ, you're not his target demographic. So that's why he doesn't care that you don't like him. The, the new <laughs> him. Yeah, I am definitely, well, I'm probably not his target. You're right. I'm probably not I his mean, target. You like basketball, right? I do you like, like basketball. basketball. Yeah. You like sports? I do. I like sports. Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, didn't baseball and that started up now? Spring training has started for some team. I mean, for some position players. Yes. Yes. I, if I, if I see another tweet, pitchers and catchers report pitchers. And, if I see another tweet of that this week, I, I might just stop on being on Twitter for the rest of the week. <laughs> Are people doing that? Have you not seen all this stuff? No, but I'll be sure to tweet that out this week at some point. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the interesting things out here in Colorado is that uh, not only did the pitchers and catchers report, but all the position players went down early voluntarily for team solidarity. Oh, uh, go Rockies. Yeah, I'm, baseball is... I don't know what happened to baseball. I used to love baseball. I played it as a kid, loved it, watched it all the time. It was my favorite sport, and then something happened. Well, it's, cer- it's it certainly not doing stuff. itself any favors right now by being so long. It takes such a long time to get through a game. That's possible. And what's the deal with um, Bryce Harper? Is he signing back with the Nationals? What's, what's going on with that? I don't think there's a resolution on that. Do you know, um, Ed? No, there's no resolution yet. Uh, some people, yeah, he and uh, Manny Machado, who everybody thought they were going to be bidding zillions of dollars for, um, it does not look like the market is up there. So I don't, uh, wow, okay. who, who knows what's going to happen with them? Well, I think Manny Machado, first of all, I thought watching him in the world series, he, I thought he was a dirty player in the world series. He did some stuff, but then he also said, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not into hustling or I'm not, I don't remember what he said, but what? yeah, like he doesn't run out to, he doesn't run the ball out and he, you know, gets thrown out at first more than he necessarily would would need to if he would run the play out. And someone called him on it, and he basically said, "I'm not, I'm not into hustling." And I think that didn't help him in, in his quest has for big hired, money. Has he hired Kevin Durant's PR firm? What is <laughs> going on? Exactly. There's not, there's nothing that makes me angrier about baseball than when they don't run out. You I know, know. Ground, ground balls drives me yeah. nuts. Bryce Harper has been known to do that. Yeah, there's some un, there's some of those unwritten rules and some of the um, unwritten rule like people that think they're the gatekeepers in like that Braves catcher from several years ago that like called people out all the time for stuff that I'm like, come on, dude, settle down. But like hustling oh, and running out and trying is mm-hmm. is important to me. You know, yeah. lack of and people who not are not trying is forget it. I'm I'm not interested in, in watching your team anymore. Well, not only that, but Manny Machado is a veteran and if you that's not an example to set for the young guys that come behind you that is I just think he's no. a 
he shouldn't get paid. I mean, he's a good player, but he just seems like he's not good for for morale on a team. Was he in the Orioles before? He was, but then he went to the Dodgers, and now I don't know. He hasn't landed yet. He, I don't know where he is. Yeah, but, I mean, as far as, you know, helping your team out, he may have been a good player, but it doesn't It seem like the rest of that team sucked. The Orioles, yeah, yeah. they have. And, and part of that is his part of that is if you're the best player on the team, part of your responsibility is to make other players better by encouraging them or you know, making them work harder, putting in the effort so that even players who are not as good ta- or talented as you go, well, if this guy's doing it, then I got to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so we don't that's it for the feedback, but we and cool. there was no Oreos in there, but I have to tell you that I was shopping at Target this past <laughs> week. And I saw a new flavor. This one is called Love, comma, Oreo. It's for the, you know, the certain dope, dopey holiday that happens in, ve- in February. Yes. So the cookie itself on the top of the cookie has a saying, not on the, not in the cream, but on the top of the cookie, the one on the package said Dunkin' Love. And the cream, I'm, of course, pink uh, for Valentine's. Probably I'm, just I'm, a strawberry like, Oreo. It's probably like, what it is. Is this a basketball reference? Like you dunk, dunking on the one that you love? Yes, I think that's exactly what it is. What? Just I, whoever is running Oreos marketing, I have a specific message for you right now. Okay. Stop. <laughs> the end. Yes. Please. Come on. Love, I, yeah. comma Oreo. That's the name of this Oreo. Get out of here. My opinions on Oreos have been repeated over and over and over again is that is the original only it was the absolute perfect cookie do not screw it up by changing it anyway by making more stuffing less stuffing different flavors everything else preach it ed preach (laughs) that's exactly i believe brother i believe yes i have a slightly (laughs) i slightly disagree but i can i can roll with you on that yes i like my double stuff that's okay. I can accept that. I can even accept the thin. But yeah, <laughs> quit messing up what's good. You got something good. Quit messing it up. Quit trying to grab. Mm-hmm. It's, this is the, you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Yes. You're grabbing for more and you're going to lose what you got because you're grabbing for so much more. Wait a minute now. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Is this somewhere? Is this phrase going to anger PETA? Should we change the phrase in any way? <laughs> you know they've, what? They've already I suggested a variation of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I I hope I hope it does anger them. That would that would be my goal. With if if that's the only thing I do on this podcast this week is anger PETA, then we have succeeded. <laughs> yeah. Because we've said something that has sense in it. Okay, so this obviously most most or not all of this podcast is nonsense, but w- yep. let's end today on a serious note. Um, mm-hmm. We want to send our loves and support, best wishes to Robberg's nephew Rocco. Yes, Rocco is what two years old, I think. Yeah, he's two, and he was diagnosed with leukemia around Christmas time. I, mm-hmm. I think it was around Christmas time. Yeah, it was. And most of the people that listen to this podcast probably already know this because it's been all over social media, uh, which is good. But in case there are listeners out there listening who aren't on social media or don't have friends in that same circle, and I know we have listeners like that, please uh, please consider sending Rocco uh, 
I guess he really likes to get mail. He spent quite a bit of time in the hospital. In the hospital. So now he knows a lot more coming up. Yeah. So they have a room and an address and you can get that. If you don't have that, we'll put that in the show notes. Just grab a postcard and, you know, write, write a short message to him, you know, and, and just send it out. I know, I think he also likes, um, Elmo, Rob said, um, I know young stat and young stat wife have ordered a map so that it will be sent there so that he can track like where he's getting postcards from all over the country and all over the well, world. Yep. Um, so yeah, just, um, really want to try to, um, boost his and his family spirits yeah. during, you know, uh, just a terrible thing. So yeah. It, Amen. And, okay. So it's children's hospital, Rocco. I I'm guessing Monteleone. I believe so. M O N T E L E O N E room 926. 4401 Penn Avenue, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15224. So if you can do that, do that. Uh, yes, he likes Elmo. He likes, I think, um, Blue Jello, I th- thought I saw somewhere. He mm-hmm. likes Daniel Tiger. Daniel Tiger. Yep. PBS cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Play Doh, I think I saw. So. Yeah, but just any, I mean, just, Anything. just, a, just yes. a simple note, just um, because. He, at the they'll bring daily they'll bring down all the stuff that's arrived to his room and, and mm-hmm. I, I, so if you you're hearing this you know a week or two later or you see it a week or two later on Twitter or whatever um send send anything you can yes okay that's it all right great oh, thanks. Yeah. thanks for having me I had great fun yes. thanks, thanks for, for coming on us, with Ed, us and giving us illegal legal advice we <laughs> <Yeah>. appreciate that <laughs> you have anything Absolutely. else no that'll do it all right bye. 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 Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. If you'd like to help us out for next week's show and be our feedback friend, email us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And this S-O-T-R is for you from me. Have a great weekend, y'all. Relax and unwind. Love, comma, S-O-T. I love snow peas. And I love you.